where we talk about what we want to talk about. Because we're off the clock. It's your boy, Melvin. And your girl, Sharon. Repping HBCUs, educators. And black love. Remember to share, like, and subscribe. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of uh, After School Talk. Well, I'm your host, Melvin, and uh, I'm your co host, Sharon. What up, Sharon? I ain't said that loud enough. I'm your co host, Sharon. There we go. Are we still recording? Yes. Yes, we are. Like, live on. What it do, what the business is. Word on the street. Jesus on the handle is. We're going to stop right there. I don't know why my mind. I have no idea why you just went there. I, whatsoever. It has yeah. nothing to do with the topic. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the small talk. It has nothing to do with current events. It has nothing to do with absolutely anything. I don't know where it came from. But my talking heart. about current events, um, <laughs> Kanye West. <laughs> Oh, okay. Cause you took that long pause. I was like, "Where we going?" Yeah, I, it's, it's, it's a yeah, it's a few current events uh, recently in in black culture and hip hop and whatnot. Yes. Uh, uh, Kanye West got a long interview on Drink Champs. By, Wait. Hosted by... All right, I got a question. Just just for reference, are you saying long because he tends like because of him, or are you talking about drink uh, interview in general being long? I'm talking about timing in in timing. Like it's two, With, it's two and a half hours long. Okay, okay. Because Drink Champs normally do long interviews anyway. That's what I was like. Yeah. Congratulations to Drink Champ, but it is a <laughs> long interview. So it's two and a half hours long. By it's, now, you either heard about it, saw a little bit of it, saw uh, memes and gifs and stuff like that on social media. Um, but it's rather some would say enlightening, some would say still crazy. But my thing is this. And I don't really have to say, don't necessarily want to say a whole lot or need to, but if you're going to hate on somebody, at least know all of that they stand for. What I mean by that is, if you're going to hate on Kanye West, you're going to have to listen to the entire interview, not just the bits and pieces that other people are hating on him for. The reason I say that, once you actually listen to all two and a half hours, you might have a different perspective. It's pretty hard to hate on him in totality after listening to the interview. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's why I told you when you told me a clip about it, I was like, well, did, you know, people can, people have been doing this for years, really, truthfully, but especially in recent years of social media, of taking a clip from something and that's the hot topic and that's all we're going to talk about. But if you listen to the whole two hours, mm, it wasn't just about that. That was just a moment. And we were referring to the clip about Big Sean and that situation. Um, I think the biggest thing with it is that I just appreciated he seemed more coherent. He seemed more um, just having a good time, enjoying life. Uh, I watched Noriega and Fat Joe do a recap of the interview, and uh, they apparently hung out for the next two days together. Just he was like, it was just chill. Like it was very just okay. But you know, ever since Kanye did the interview with Charlemagne the God, it just seemed like downhill from there. Not to say not nothing against Charlemagne. It's just that that was that interview was very like, what is going on? What is he talking about? Why is he not answering the questions? Just staring and looking or doing stuff like that. But you didn't see you didn't see any of that in this interview. They asked him a question. He said it. He gave his honest opinion and moved on. And and my last thing, I I I still have my opinion about Kanye West even after listening to the interview. Um, and this is not a platform where I care to give my opinion on him, but um, all I'm saying is just listen to the whole thing and develop your own opinion. Yeah, you can either if you talk choose. about it or not talk about it, really doesn't matter. <laughs> but just listen to the whole thing. You may get something out of it that you can actually use 
in your everyday life. Now, keep in mind, Kanye West is come is talking from a billionaire's perspective. <laughs> a, a nine times billionaire. He's, he's coming from a multi-billionaire perspective. So don't think you can do the exact same thing Kanye West doing no. and have the exact same results and stuff like that. No. Like my, no, I ain't like gonna talk about something said, he said, but yeah. Like my homeboy said, what he got out of the interview is I just wanna be free. To have enough money to do what I want to do. And whatever that means to <laughs> Whatever you. it means to you. Free can mean. Whatever that looks like to My you. time is free. My travel is free. My idea and, and and creativity is free. You know, not, you know, restricted into a work environment or what society says. So, like that. But anyway, the small talk we're going to get into also is that, baby, somebody on, on Beyonce's internet had the audacity to post on Facebook that Summer Walker is our new Eric Badu. What you got to say about that? You know that meme of that girl that we found out it was in the paternity court when she just standing there staring like, uh oh. Yeah, that's how my face was. Um, one thing that one of my former students posted under it that I appreciated was she was like, No, Erica is our Erica. <laughs> Thank you. Why I got to be that whoever is the new is the new this. No, let that person be that. Like that's that's who you are. We don't need a new Michael Jordan. We don't need a new Michael Jackson. We don't need a new Beyonce. We don't need a new Erica. I don't need a new D'Angelo. I don't need a new Air Flynn and Fire. I don't need a new Outcast. Just let them be them. And my thing is, Erica Badu is still alive and well and performing that's what and I making music and stuff like that. Did. So she ain't even concert. she ain't even out of being herself yet. She's still working. being her. <laughs> Did I just count sis out like that? Oh. <laughs> yeah, Melvin taking a sip of my water and waiting to see what his face gonna look like. I already knew what to expect. Oh. You ain't have to say nothing about that at all. Cause your fa- but I, I can't say what I want to say. You need to tell him I'm stealing water. I'm trying to tell me what to do. Mm. Rudeness. Um, the other thing too is that Summer Walker and Erica Badu's vibes are different. Now, Erica was the doula for Summer Walker, which means she delivered Summer Walker's baby. They have a relationship. Erica brought Summer out. At the concert we went to the other weekend, true enough. But if you listen to Baduism, and if you listen to Summer Walker's first album, them two different vibes. Summer Walker is, I'm about to sit in my bed and eat this ice cream and watch a Lifetime movie and forget these men in my life because they trash. Erica has a lot of love, like super spiritual, deep love songs, soul ties kind of songs. So I was like, mm, not the same vibe for me. But anyways. Summer Walker ain't a new Eric Badu, that's the point. Point blank, period. Summer is Summer. Okay, Summer Walker is... Because in really truth, give Summer Walker credit. Summer Walker is Summer Walker. It's not too... I, I, I really wouldn't line her up with anybody too closely from the past. Mm-hmm. She has a very unique sound. All the songs do sound the same, I don't care. But, um, but it's a unique sound. Unique sound. So anyway... Don't do her like that. The song don't sound... Okay. Yeah. Well, they may... They got two different sounds. I gave that. That's just like somebody said, ooh, Session 32... When I posted that, I ain't know what that song was, child. I don't be listening like that. Wait, you posted about a song and you didn't know what it was about? I just posted that Summer was at the concert. Oh. I didn't pay to go see Summer. I paid to see Erica. Okay. So I'm, I, but I appreciate Summer coming out. But I was just saying, I don't know her music like this. When the person said that, I was like, oh, okay, which, okay. I don't know which. What? And then somebody said, oh, she was singing. Said Like, that's the song. The students had to tell me that's the song she was singing. I said, oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. But I did listen to her new album. I'm, nothing. If you know me, I'm not an R&B kind of person um, as far as R&B love kind of songs, really and truthfully. Like, they either really deep and kind of neo-soulish, or I like Duran Bernard, where it's just ratchet R&B, so, <laughs> yeah. Anywho, ready? Yep. Let's get into it. You can't win. Did you know that? 
Did you know that you can't win, Melvin? Who can? You. I can. <laughs> <clears throat> Who told you that? I tell myself. Uh, you better tell yourself It's a that. part of my affirmation. Come my on. Affirmation. Come on. Because in the movie The Wiz, which is a topic we have been on for um, the last couple of episodes, Michael Jackson plays the role of the Scarecrow. So if you knew The Wizard of Oz and you are familiar with The Wiz, you know that the Scarecrow is the character that's following Dorothy who, um, what is it? He, he's not smart. <laughs> According to... Brain is full of pine straw. Yeah, full of pine straw, full of trash. Whatever. <laughs> so he's just basically, he has no brain. He cannot think. He's not smart, blah, 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 right? So in particular, when we meet Michael in the quote-unquote kind of field area, he's up on this pole, there are some crows that hang around him, and Michael goes into the icon- iconic song, You Can't Win, right? So the song is basically saying, uh, let's go on to the lyrics. You can't win, you can't break a break even, and you can't get out of the game. People keep saying things are gonna change, but they look just like they're staying the same. You can't win, you're in over your head, and you only got yourself to blame. You can't win, child. You can't win, child. Can't break even. And, and you, you can't, can't get out of get the game. Out of the game. Now, I connect that to, and whoo, Paul, shout out to everybody who listened to the last episode and text messages, phone calls, conversations we've had about the last episode, because that was really, really, come on now, share it with other people, get them numbers up, which we'll go to that in the end about the numbers. But um, the thing about this that I got from is that feeling of being stuck, right? Like, I just, I take two steps forward just to end up going back another four, <laughs> Okay. Or I feel like I'm just drowning. I'm in quicksand. I am overwhelmed. I don't know what step to take next in life. Everybody else is passing me. um, But I'm just here. So let's talk about elements in that scene that connects with that feeling. Cool. Cool. First thing, when they talking, he you see him in the in the field and the crows around there talking to him. The crows tell him to sing the crow anthem. And he was like, I gotta sing that song again. First thing I thought about. So you sing this often? This is a thing that is repeated. This is not a new song. It's a regular occurrence, right? So that is a that that song has a lot of affirmation in it, Mm -hmm. but it's negative affirmations. Mm -hmm. You can't win. You can't break even. You can't get out of the game, right? And I think about the times that we will repeat to ourselves negative affirmations without recognizing that's what we're doing. So you can't, you were saying these negative affirmations and I look at them as as way, a little bit um, more daily, right? I had a conversation with a coworker the other day to say, we in our office have to stop speaking negatively because we will say things that if you sat there and think about it, that's actually not how you feel, but you just are so used to in society. This is what we say. First one. I'm so tired. Oh, I'm just, I'm just trying to make it. Oh, I have so much work to do. Oh, I feel so overwhelmed. I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like being here. I don't feel like going. I don't feel like... Yes, I'm just waiting till Friday. Oh, it's Monday. Oh, it's Monday. Now, that's a good one. <laughs> Everybody say that one. Oh, my I'm God. i that Monday as the, as the bad guy. We got so much going on. It's so much happening. Is it? Is it? Or have we become conditioned to say these daily affirmations that we just sing, continually sing the Crow Anthem? I'm broke. I don't have no money. Do you not, or do you keep wasting money on things that you shouldn't be buying in the first place? Like that's my that's my take on a 
uh, a situation where you don't realize you're speaking negative affirmations continuously until they become believable. Mm-hmm. And so once something is believable, your faith is more placed in the negativity than in the hope and the positivity of something else. Mm-hmm. That's where that's, that's that, that feeling. So I try not, I recognize that work sometimes, Hey, I'm surviving. I'm making it is a thing that I may say, but it need to be like, no, I'm doing great. We're doing good. Cause when I come, when I really think about it and I put things into perspective, it's not as bad as I want to portray it to be. Because sometimes I feel, not no sometimes, let's go on, let's go and put the icing on it now. You will subconsciously say that what you do is harder and worse than it is because that's how you get the praise for what you do. Mm-hmm. Because you if put I, yourself in a lower place so that you can get praise for the little increase and little gains and little jumps that you do make. Because if you at work and you chilling and you feeling good and everything's going great, you're getting your work done and you still got time to kind of walk around and speak to people and da-da-da-da, it will be the assumption that you don't have enough to do. Mm-hmm. So what I can't do is let that happen. So I got to be like, oh, gosh, there's just so much going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, I'm just so tired. I have another meeting that goes, oh, it's just so much happening. It's just so, 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 so. But really, you got one meeting at nine, another one at three, and a bunch of BS to do in, in between, between that. <laughs> You, Maybe ain't, they you really... ain't doing that much. And it's Monday. So you actually got a chill Monday. Yeah. Very chill It's actually Monday. been pretty good. It ain't all that. That's like I mentioned something about my class, right? I said, somebody called me. I said, I'm sorry. I was in class when you called. But they were like, ooh, how was that? Hmm. Why was, why was your thought that my class was a... Because I could tell in your expression back to me that right. it was like a ooh. Mm-hmm. I was like, it was great. Like, I get... I, when I'm about to go to class, my feeling is, ugh, gotta get up here and walk across campus. But I have enjoyed every single time I've walked into that classroom. I have left out of there thinking and dreaming and being proud and excited about every time I leave out of that class. Mm-hmm. So what I don't like to portray is this, oh, yeah, child, I got to go over here and do this. Mm-hmm. No, we're not going to do this. We're not about to do the, the, uh, the Crow Anthem. Sounds, <laughs> not about sound to like you ready to be a full-time. Uh... And no. Um, <laughs> that's for a whole nother episode of why that ain't mm, that was on my mind but we're gonna take a pause on that for a minute mm. um but i do think people just continuously do the crow anthem also if you are a covert narcissist you're gonna do the crow anthem anyway because you want that type of sympathy and attention yeah well, so you kind of gotta you know differentiate between the two of somebody who you need to say hey tell me why you're feeling because you could be feeling overwhelmed but let's take a minute and prioritize yeah and, and figure out how to order yeah, yeah right right or you could just be that person. Y'all know who that is on a job. You just complain about everything. Mm-hmm. You complain about everything. All right. It ain't nothing even, don't even sweat it. Mm-hmm. They're going to do their thing anyway. You can't win. You right, baby. You can't because you just, that's what you do. So we we know that a part of that is that singing of the Crow Anthem. That continuous beat yourself down so you can stay in this stuck place, right? But then let's get here. The Crows told him to sing the Crow Anthem, correct? Mm-hmm. Which I know since I'm 10, them Crows are the ones who, who created the lyrics for the anthem. Mm-hmm. Who are the crows in your life? Mm-hmm. Who the one giving you the lyrics to this crow anthem? Because they can, you see, cause we got to see it faster together. Yeah, yeah, manipulate, right. Mm-hmm. We're going to be here together. And and pay attention to, this is what I love. While Michael up there on that pole, he on that pole, that's how they say it in the movie, and he's just so depressed and sad, and he know he got to sing this anthem. Them crows just a jigging and dancing. Doing their own Coming and going while he's stuck <laughs> on the pole. Ain't nobody tried to help him down yet. Ain't even mm, gave him a suggestion to stop, come down. Stop. Ain't told him how to figure out how to come down. 
Ain't said since I'm a bird, I'm gonna fly to one arm and pull it over, and then I'm another bird, I'm gonna fly to a leg and pull it down, and we're gonna help you. Ain't nobody said none of that. But what they have given you is constant, consistent, persistent negativity in your ear. Mm-hmm. And you constantly repeating it and going, you know, believing in all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You Who just the said the frogs ain't even try to help you get down. They literally said in the movie, like, you know you can't get down from there. Like, mm-hmm. that ain't, uh-huh. What are you? We ain't, we ain't gonna try. We just gonna tell you. We ain't we even gonna know, try. You know you can't get down. And then Dorothy pops up on the scene and immediately. Out of the blue it's on, the, like... on the first day. On the first day of meeting. <laughs> and we ain't have to have no sleepover. We ain't have to think about it overnight. <laughs> but as no soon me- as, we ain't as, have to have no meeting for it. No, no Zoom call. About, no Zoom call. No none of that. I ain't have to send no emails about it. I ain't have to go to HR. I ain't have to fill out no paperwork. I ain't have to talk to the VP or the president. <laughs> no, you want to get down, we can get down. I ain't have, we ain't have to have no faculty. None of that. We can just get down from here. We can just help you down. That's it. What? what? And I, I'm really thinking now, who are the crows and who is your Dorothy? Mm, 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 mm. Who, who is your Dorothy? They're Dorothy? sitting there like, do you want to get down or not? What do you want to do? Right. How can we help you? <laughs> How can we, we help, help each other? Dorothy right there like, hey, bro, I can get... Not, and then keep be clear. Not only can I get you down from here, you can then help me and we can work together. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get you unstuck. Oh, Lord, come on. You would not believe in the amount of people that come and say to me something about a job that they hate working at or a relationship they hate being in. And then when I say, well, let's just go ahead and move on. Mm-mm. Can't do that. Because you would rather be in this mess. I'm learning that. that now. I don't know how to do that. See, because see, one thing Dorothy couldn't do, I'm going to tell you now. If that scarecrow was like, no, don't touch me, and I don't want to get down, and I'm just going to stay up here over here with this crow, Dorothy was going to have to take them little cute little slippers and keep on walking down that yellow brick road. Absolutely. Okay? Because at the end of the day, she was going to surpass him and say, hey, hey, scarecrow, you're supposed to be in this thing, but you can't, because I got to get to the whiz, correct? Mm-hmm. But you are literally... Sitting here with the crows who are helping to confirm that you ain't nobody. Mm-hmm. And you might as well stay up here on this hip hole. Mm. Who are the crows in your life? Mm. And who's the Dorothy? And then let's think about this for a second too. What does it mean for the crows if I stay on this pole? They have nobody. Um, well, they, 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 they will continue to have somebody lesser than them that they can pick on and, and manipulate and be above and all this kind of stuff if he stays on that pole mm-hmm. but as soon as he come down oh shoot we equal oh lord <laughs> oh lord we equal if he get down here Mm-mm, that can't happen who trying to keep you down because you gotta stay with me we're gonna be broke we gotta be broke together who, tr- who trying to 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 keep you under their feet. If you don't like being in this job, but then you leave, I'm people myself, so we gotta stay in this job. We together. gotta we gotta stay miserable together. We gotta stay miserable. That, together. Now, I, I'm not saying that, but I'm gonna treat you like that so, to, so that we, it, we can stay miserable now together. Let me, and let me go back. I'm gonna say this. Not, not, I want to just this part. If you have common sense and a little bit of education, put this together because some of y'all, you know, Jesus, <laughs> put it together. When you can only take somebody as far as you've been yourself, mm-hmm. okay, and you can only take somebody as far as that you are willing to go, okay. One thing about it, two things for sure: we do not know what it's like to be a millionaire, much less a billionaire, mm-hmm. okay. And some of the thoughts and things that Kanye West has is because of the experiences that he's at and where he's at in his life in that in that 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 moment, mm-hmm. okay. I think that's why for me, sometimes when he's talking and everything, I just listen from a 
hmm, okay, I'm listening as a, uh, for sport kind of thing, as an audience, versus really getting real deep. Yeah, and trying mm-hmm. to understand things, because baby, you in a world I don't, I don't right. know. Right, I don't right. know that world, and it, it's, it's, it's great and all, but that's a different experience, mm-hmm. right? So you see things about stuff from a way different perspective due to where you are. Mm-hmm. And so for the crows, if he can get off this pole and start looking in a different perspective, that's not good mm-hmm. in their eyes. For them. Yeah, he got to stay here with us. Because this is what people get from that whole thing of like, oh, you changed. You didn't change since you do. Well, what else did you want me to do? I was supposed to change. And it's I called evolution growth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's what we're supposed to do. So I'm not saying go out here and do no antics and be crying ways, but let's just just tie it into what you said earlier. So the, the person's experiences are different, so for them it does not seem impossible to do certain things. So Dorothy coming from a different world than the Scarecrow, she comes in and is like, well, "We can just get off the pole, mm-hmm. huh?" Because of your perspective and what you know, and this where is all I know, you this like is all we can, I know. No, no, no. I'm saying from her perspective, what she knows. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, We yeah. can get you down from here, mm-hmm. but from her perspective, like you said, this is all. And I thought this yeah. is where I had to stay. Yep. No, it is not where you have to stay. We got other options. Mm-hmm. So who is the Dorothy that's in your life trying to say you have other options? And I will help you. Yes, and I will help you. Versus the crows that's like, no, nah, this is what we are gonna do. We are gonna stay right here. We ain't searching for no other option. Mm-mm. We ain't looking for nothing else. Baby, baby. And then I think, and then we go into the next thing of when you get with the crows and you and you don't decide to listen to the Dorothy in your life, that smoke that smoke and drink a glass of wine. Let me tell you what that line hits. You will develop unhealthy coping mechanisms to distract you from your reality. Okay? Mm-hmm. And let me step on somebody's toes. Just because you're not an alcoholic, just because you are not doing heavy drugs, does not mean that you're not doing this, okay? Because you could be doing it by overworking yourself. I'm going to stay busy to distract myself from the fact that I got something else that I need to be doing or that I need to get out of here. Okay? And and wh- let me uh, say something real quick. Um, say something this, anytime you want to, dear. I know it, but... <laughs> But this is actually this coming from the last part of that verse, which we did not say. You can't win. The world keeps moving, and you're standing far behind. People keep saying things will get better just to ease your state of mind. So you lean back and you smoke that smoke and you drink your glass of wine. That that's where we're coming from. Where uh where it's like you accepting what it is and what it ain't. I'm gonna go ahead and smoke this whatever, drink this whatever, do this whatever, spin this, do that, go over here, be with these negative people, whatever. And you just accept what it is. Mm. Don't accept whatever the situation, the scenario, the circumstances. Don't accept what it is. Make things better. Don't listen to those crows. Um, find your Dorothy and and move forward. Get out of that whatever that situation is that you're in. Mm-hmm. So when you when we are, is it hope? Is it that's what it is that's missing? Like um, I need a. Not only just, you know, and, I, and I'm saying from the, the very first step, mm-hmm. like you said, acceptance is really saying there is no other. There is nothing else. There's nothing else. Mm-hmm. I have to accept. And and I think the only thing that is a, that we accept that we have to be forced to accept is death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, okay, yeah, okay, that's a hard pill to swallow. There's nothing else I can do. But at but, some point, you got to have it. Yeah, but other things, if there is a glimmer of hope, then we don't have to accept this, and then we can we can figure out how to get unstuck. Mm-hmm. Because if if you can, if you can, how I want to say this: if there is hope, then there's a there's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a 
there's a chance, mm-hmm. whatever, however great or small the chance is, there is still a possibility of whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you lose that hope, you lost all chance. You lost all possibility. You you lost everything. So that at the at the forefront of it all, you got to have that hope in place. Um, that things can change, things can get better. You can get out of whatever situation or circumstance. And, and just, but you, and then with with so with the hope, I then have to remove the distraction so that I can think more clearly. Absolutely. So no, don't overwork yourself. Don't eat yourself into distraction. Don't smoke yourself, sex yourself, drink yourself into the distraction. That like tap into whether or not that is I'm using this thing to distract me from the fact that I'm on this pole. Even even something that you you said before, staying busy or faking staying Ooh, busy. Baby. Like we said earlier, oh I got so much to do, I got so much to do today, but you got a meeting at nine or meeting at three and nothing else in between. But you telling yourself, Oh, I got so much to do, I got so much to do. No, you really don't. Mm-hmm. You just don't want to take the time to focus on what you need to focus on. You don't want to organize yourself. You don't want to uh, prioritize yourself. But but even not even like that. Like think about if the okay, Let, uh, the the figure the figurative language of being stuck on the pole, right? The figurative language of being stuck on the pole means there is something in my life and I am stagnant in that. I'm not making no progress. I'm not getting to where I need to be. I'm just here. I have no purpose. Okay. I'm just, here it is. Now, whether it's my health, whether it's my job, whether it's my finances, whether it's my relationship, whether it's my parenting, whether it's schoolwork, somewhere in there, I am just there Mm -hmm. existing barely. Okay. So if what I know is, let's use education. If I just finish this degree, then they say I can get hired for this job. But what I do is say, well, I got to make this money, though. So I'm going to keep working this job. I'm going to stay over here in the factory. I'm going to do extra hours. I got to do the extra hours. I got to get this money and do such and such and such and such. That, that, I turn that thing into my distraction. Mm-hmm. And and I use it as my reasoning as to why I can't get off this pole. Mm-hmm. Okay? Not real. So I need to do better with my health and it had be more better nutrition and work out, but I can't because I have to get up so early, get to work, and then I got to get my child together. And then when I get off from work, I'm tired. So we just pick up something. That's my pole. Mm-hmm. That's that's that distraction to say that I got to just stay here on this pole. So that's why I think people don't really. And and truth be told, especially with the health journey, because that's my big thing right now. There are crows in my life with that health journey, baby. Girl, you can eat that today. I mean. It ain't like you eat this all the time. Or you can't, come on, let's go get this. Or don't even do this. Just da-da-da-da-da. That's not helping it. That's not helping the situation. That's not helping my situation. I don't want to sing the crow anthem. I don't want to <laughs> sing the big girl anthem. I just, <laughs> I'm trying to get my health together because I feel better when I'm exercising and conscious of what I'm eating. Now, that that's that that's that talk. That's mm-hmm. that thing. Just like, we got to get these extra hours, man. Let's get this money, man. No, if you know that your time need to be spent doing your schoolwork because you're trying to finish the degree, then do your schoolwork. It's going to take some kind of sacrifice at, at some point. We've said this before on this show. No one exempt from, from the, the process. process. Nobody. So, yeah, it, you you Ooh, you going to have a temporary. On. What? No one is exempt from the process. Baby, when Michael got off that pole, it wasn't easy. It was not. If you saw, he had to figure out how to even walk. How he hadn't walk. been walking. He mm-hmm. hadn't been walking. How do I use my arms? And though for the sake of the movie, we had to make it like a quick three-minute thing, but that literally was the thing. Like, yes, it's going to be hard when you get off. 
you're going to stumble. You're going to fall down. And Dorothy was right there to help him up mm-hmm. and talk to him like, hey, 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 one foot in front of the other. Let's get it together. Mm-hmm. And that's how it's going to be in life. Mm-hmm. You, you're going to have to come down off that pole. And once you get down off that pole, there's go, there are going to be some stumbles and falls and, and, and some things that's not going to go the way you want them to go. But in the end, you are going to walk again. You are going to walk. Point blank period. You're going to get through whatever it is that you... You know, you've been on this pole for for so long or whatever, mm-hmm. but you are going to get through it at some point. Some point. No, I don't know how, what that point is. You don't know what that point is, but it all, it all depends on how hard you work to get out of it. Which is the fourth element. You only have yourself to blame. Mm. Baby, you went right into it. Though. You going to listen to the crows or not? <laughs> you only have yourself to blame. The crow is in the crow anthem. <laughs> the the <laughs> crows going to crow. They going to crow on now. They going to continue to crow. But what but are they, you going to do about it? But they say it in the anthem is what I'm saying. They say in the anthem and you only have yourself to blame. Mm-hmm. They even say it themselves. They recognize it themselves. At the end of the day, really and truthfully, you can keep singing this song with us and staying here, but it's, it's technically your fault you still up on that pole. Mm-hmm. It's technically your fault. Yep. If we really break it down. I know your daddy left you, and I know you lived a traumatic life, and I know you got abandonment issues, but at the end of the day, <laughs> you got to figure out all the healing that needs to happen for you to get over this. Because mm-hmm. you only got yourself to blame. So that's the accountability piece. I right, Listen, I'm trying to work on accountability. I, if I can get the word out. I'm telling you. Mm. That held me hostage. Hold on now. What is it? Accountability. That word. Did um, I say it right? Accountability. Yeah, that's it. That tongue, keep it. Yeah, get off me. Continue. <laughs> that is something I'm working on. Trying to really be like, okay, don't lie to yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you can't lie to yourself. You know what you did and what you didn't do and what you could have done better. Mm-hmm. And, and and trying to speak more positive affirmations in my life and and reminding myself to do not to not distract myself with the busyness, to not sing the crow anthem, to get the crows out of my life, all that kind of stuff. And it's funny because th- it's it's funny how this episode really does tie into the Kanye uh, interview in that he talks a lot about the the different things that he's made happen or different relationships that he's made happen or the different places he can go and get this free without asking or just all these different, his different experiences because of who he is. And he always, you know, kind of points to it being him being the reason that all these things are possible. Um, Somebody else said, no, you ain't going to do this. You ain't going to do that. Da, 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 da. But he turned into, yes, I am going to be the biggest producer, the biggest person in fashion, the biggest, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, he 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 pushed away all his crows. Mm-hmm. He, like I say, if if you listen to the interview, is how, and and I'm saying this because after you listen to us, then you can go listen to them, and then hopefully get our numbers up to the numbers <laughs> that Drink Champs got. But anyway, they on um, five million. Yeah, they on five million in two days. Um, but anyway, Wayne still has the highest view, though. Who Wayne? Oh, okay, yeah, 6.5, yeah. But right. I think well, it's gonna, yeah, it's definitely gonna, gonna pass. pass. Um, but he he if if he didn't do something, he recognized that he would have been the one to blame in it all. Um, he he has to be held accountable for everything he did or did not do. And I know I I if if I was in his circle, I definitely would have been a crow when it came time for the the, the easy shoes and all that. Cause no, I, I, I know like, I would have been a crow a whole bunch of times. Who's finna wear those? <laughs> and I ain't, I ain't gonna lie, I'm still a crow, and I don't know how I can be a crow to a billionaire. But <laughs> yeah, because we ain't thinking about nothing we saying. I'm but trying I'm to tell you, I understand. But, was, and, it, and, and and I think too, Melvin, when you say like you bring it like that, Ashley is together. It's something that we talked about at work after listening to it was like he doesn't. He's, we still feel like he needs a Dorothy still in his life. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like you said, 
He's overcome some crows to get certain success, but we still, and when we saying a Dorothy, we talking about a Dorothy, a Dorothy, and we talking about the Dorothy in the Wiz. I ain't got to spell it out for y'all. Y'all know what I mean. I ain't talking about Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz. I'm talking about he need a Dorothy from the Wiz, okay? If you need to figure out what the heck I'm trying to say, go listen to Snoop Dogg interview on the Breakfast Club talking about Kanye. He need a Dorothy, mm. okay? <laughs> that, that person going to come in here and be like, come here. Mm-hmm. Let's talk. Let's talk about some things. Let's let's manage a couple of things in our lives a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But you absolutely right, baby. He did not listen to the crows because and and I didn't even know he was worth that much. I really didn't either. Not <sighs> not multi billion. Not I, in the multi billion. I thought he was just getting billion. on to the billions, but my dude is a mm-hmm. multi billionaire. Shoot, that's just like Rihanna. Make another album, Riri. Make it, Riri. Looking at y'all like I'm making more money doing this over Savage here. Savage and fifty. Are you crazy? We think about it. And she may eventually get in the studio and do something because she's yeah. just feeling it, but she don't have to. Yeah, it, it ain't the main priority uh, in in her life right now at nah. all. Not music. Nah, she can not music. And that's what the life I'm really looking forward to eventually having is I get to create in my zone of genius and make money in the things that I feel free and and excited to do and i and i'm kind of in that space now but i'm I'm looking at the um future of how that even grows and gets bigger so yeah 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 good talk good talk everybody feeling good now y'all about to go identify them crows go ahead and block them out your phone identify your crows <laughs> and, and bring that dorothy closer to you yeah, come on make it dorothy. do to do Get Toto with you too. Go on, get that Yorkie. Mm. Um, y'all, shout out to After School Talk for now reaching over seventeen thousand dollars. 17k, 17k. Yes, 17k, 17k. Yeah, go ahead and get us to eighteen. Share, like, um, subscribe, send it to all your people, and we will be back next week with another Wiz um comparison. We're gonna get into some more narcissism. Um, we also get into the holiday season because we got Thanksgiving coming up, and I'm right, um, also telling people how to let go of some stuff. You hmm. know, that's a hard one. Nah, I ain't gonna lie to you, but we're gonna talk about that too. All right, make it a great week. I want some chicken and waffles. Peace. <laughs>